What up, everybody? Welcome to Keeping It 9450. Codename the W. Daniel Artes here. Got my dog Kate out with me. We in the building. Hey, Kate out, yo. What's up, man? We've been having a lot of fun <laughs> talking athletes, unlimited basketball, man. Like, like, tell us like the first weekend. You know how how, how has it been for you? Your experience with it? Hey, yo. First off, what up? What it is? Was popping. Listen, the first weekend has been nothing more than amazing. You know what I'm saying? And so me as a fan, the fan in me is really excited that AU Hoops is here. And from the interactions on Twitter, um, on Instagram, you know, TikTok, listen, everybody else is feeling the same way I'm feeling. And I mean, the games themselves, every last game that we've seen this weekend, Every last game that we saw um, on Wednesday, I mean, has been nothing more than amazing. Um, Athletes Unlimited has done a pristine job all across the board. And again, me as a fan, I am truly excited that this uh, season is here, that the inaugural season is here. And I can't wait for more action to take place. It has been truly amazing. Yeah, I agree, man. It's been it's been fun the games has been fun the pro yo the production man has been <laughs> elite you know i mean from the from sydney brunson and cheryl swoots to uh the goat key michael key michael was the goat <laughs> with her uh courtside access and everything like that um even from behind the scenes the social media stuff from you know christina airy um tarika um greedy Everybody out there, it's just it's just been dope to see. And, you know, even our social media engagement has picked up crazy over this past weekend just by just tweeting everything. And, you know, the players are actually engaging back with their retweets and and, and to to our post that we've been doing. Hey, we've been we've been um hitting them heavy with them posts the whole weekend and everything. Just like I felt like I was a spokesperson for AU, but like I just was so happy with everything that's going on that like it was just it was just dope and a lot of these other leagues need to take notice man because i think that this is the only year where i think that au is going to be like this because i think that next year it's going to blow up man and then you know what i mean some some leagues going to be in trouble man and and here i keep it at 9450 man we just we just love the entire vibe of what we've been seeing yeah and i, I want to give a shout out to the Keeping the 9450 account because I promise you like Friday night, Saturday night, we messed around and, and caught a triple double on the post. Like Word. seriously, <laughs> like it, like it has been, it has been crazy with the interactions. I mean, like every account, um, even our personal accounts, like we've been going crazy. We, we we're getting mad shout outs. Um, we get mad retweets, mad likes and, you know, we really appreciate all the love, all of the support, man. It is crazy. Even uh, AU Pro Sports account, you know, even follow us back. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, so shout out to the AU Pro Sports account, man. I, who, whoever's running that account, you know, we salute you like 100%. We're definitely humble, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, we're extremely excited because, you um, it's just amazing how you can take a league early in its existence and the reception that you get from that league is nothing more than amazing. 
you you can't do anything but you know pat yourselves on the back um everybody who's running um athletes unlimited and that goes beyond you know the sport of basketball you know because they also do volleyball they also do lacrosse they also do softball and you know you can you can see the interactions like the the love is there from each sport you know what i'm saying so i really appreciate it it's so crazy how you know, even though um, keeping the 9450 isn't in Vegas, but, you know, it, they're very, very well represented from a content creator's um, standpoint, you know, from a media standpoint. And the importance of the uh, AU sports personnel bringing in those content creators, bringing in people like us, you know, to, to run kind of like you know, the, the media portions of it, like those meet, those press, those pressers, those pressers have been phenomenal. I mean, we're, we're in there asking any question we want to ask. And, you know, the players are um, super excited to answer them. They're super um, uh, grateful to, to answer those questions for us. And we're super grateful for them to answer those questions um, for us. Uh, like, it, it's just, I mean, if, if, if you were to give a grade for a start of an inaugural season, I'm giving this an A+. I don't care what anybody say. Even, I'm going to tell you this. There's really, like, when you talk about, you know, like, from a, from a lack of better terms, flaw standpoint, even when they had technical difficulties, they let people know way in advance, hey, due to some technical difficulties, we're working on this, but tune in here. Like they always had a backup plan for it. And that is, that is just dope. That is just completely dope. Like when you understand the assignment, like you can't ask for anything better than that. So, you know, again, big ups to AU and let's keep this thing going because you are like, you already got everything started. Like you got to spoil, keep it going. Yeah, definitely. Keep it moving. Keep the train moving. And, and as we segue into keeping the train moving, we, let's get into it. Let's let's talk about, you know, Friday night real quick. Uh, we will start with the best game of this young season so far. That's Team Carrington versus Team Russell. Double overtime. Team Carrington wins 110 to 104. Um, hey. What a game, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, from Lexi Brown hitting the big shot, Natasha uh, Cloud just being the orchestrator out there. And, um, you know, Izzy Harrison, Harrison too, as well, you know, just doing her thing and, and everything. Let's, let's talk about that, you know, that game, the first overtime game, the first double overtime game in um, Athletes Unlimited basketball history and stuff. Uh, let's, let's break it down from your standpoint. Coach K-Dot, man, what did you see out there, brother? Well, first and foremost, um, that was the most incredible game um, of the early season. And it is literally going to be uh, the best game in history so far, so far. Um, you have double overtime, you have Team Carrington, you have Team Russell, relentless players. I mean, back and forth um, coming into overtime um, and then to the second overtime. But I want to give credit, first off, to Team Russell and their resiliency in the fourth quarter. You know, Team Carrington was up. Um, they were up about 
seven or eight points with about two minutes um, or maybe a little under two minutes left in the fourth quarter. And I remember tweeting, oh my goodness, is Team Carrington even going to be beat? Like, I was really wondering that because with the camaraderie of the, uh, I call it the big three and Natasha Clout, DJNA Carrington and Isabel Harrison. Like, I mean, come on. That was that was relentless. And you can even add a big four to that in Jantel Lavender because she was getting some buckets as well. But yeah. at the same time, the camaraderie that you saw with Team Carrington, it was just simply amazing. Yeah. And Team Russell, as great as they are as well, with Taj Cole, Lexi Brown, Mercedes Russell. Um, that, you know, that team said, uh-uh, we're not going out like that. And I mean, they put it to Team Carrington in the final two minutes. And what's more impressive is going into that uh, shot that forced overtime. I got to talk about that just real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Lexi Brown. Lexi Brown. I don't have flowers in front of me, but I'm I'm throwing the flowers. I'm throwing your flowers. You know why? Because when you talk about the presence of mind to understand clock situation, mm-hmm. she had the presence of mind to have that rebound batted out to her. She grabs it. She goes straight to the three-point line and then gives her a little sidestep with the release. Mm-hmm. Once she released that, I looked at it. I was like, oh, that's going in. Yeah. Boom. And there you have it. It went in. My Twitter fingers started saying, yo, Lexi Brown with the three to tie the game. (laughs) It was simply amazing. And I tell you, in overtime, the back and forth, the back and forth, that was just, that was just even more amazing because when you look at going into that final couple seconds of the game, when I believe it was, um, I think Natasha Cloud got fouled. I believe Natasha Cloud got fouled and she goes to the free throw line and calmly hits two free throws. Right. I'm like, Oh, wow. Okay. Team Carrington, they kept their composure. They're good. They're going to win this. And then there you go. There you go. Taj Cole. She said, not so fast. My friend, she goes in and goes in with the nice little floater to tie the game up. And I think it was about maybe a little under five seconds left. And unfortunately, Natasha Cole couldn't get a uh, great handle on the ball. Um, of course, you know, she would probably argue, you know, she got touched there. But, hey, the whistle wasn't blown. So it was a equal play. And we go into double overtime. And, of course, double overtime, you know, that's where Team Carrington goes in. No, 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 wait, 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 wait a second. Got to cut you off. That was when Dejanay Carrington went in. You know, she's think about it going into double overtime. She only had 17 points. That's a fact. Yeah. She went four for four from the field, three for three from the line. You know, she hit two threes as well. You know, she scored 13 points in that double O in that double OT. Like she said to Cheryl Swoops, she was trying to get horizontal, which means like, listen, I ain't trying to go through a third overtime. I'm tired. I'm about to go in this hotel, go to bed, maybe eat me a snack or two, maybe watch. Uh, the Janet Jackson documentary that just came out, <laughs> you know, I got to get us out of here. So she, man, listen, Dijanae is special. 
Okay. Like, and I had to go in the zoom just to like, you know, ask her the question of like, do she see the game slowing down for her, you know, from her rookie year till now. And it's crazy because her rookie year literally just ended a couple of months ago and you see the improvement from her last day of the season till, till, till now, you know, like it just got way, way better, man. And, and I'm just proud of her, man. Like on how she, you know, improved the game, worked hard on her craft and just, and just got way better. And also KDOT, when you think about this too, you know, when she goes back to Connecticut, I think that these past couple of days made her a way better player. Being a, a, a young player and being a team captain and being vocal and, you know, making decisions like this actually can help her, you know, the rest of her career because she was around all these vets and everything, you know what I mean? And to, to see that and how she handled it well, how she made, you know, even her her draft was just elite and just picking players and stuff. So, like, you got to give a lot of credit to to um, DJNA Carrington, you know what I mean, in that, in that double overtime when she, you know, took her team, you know, across the finish line to that win. Oh, yeah. And, and DJNA Carrington, like, she, she isn't a rookie anymore. She isn't a rookie anymore. So no. the veteran presence that you saw in, in DJNA Carrington was simply amazing. And, you know, before, before you went ham on the ISO, like – the double overtime going in, you were exactly right. Dijanae Carrington said, hold up, stop the presses. I'm tired of this. Let me get into my Birkin. And she got into her Birkin and she pulled out all the stops. And I'm talking about cash here, cash there. Let me charge this one. You know what I'm saying? And I thought that she was very amazing in double overtime. And what never ceased to amaze me about Dijanae Carrington is her improvement beyond the yard. And she said that in the press conference, she said that she wanted to work on being more consistent at that three-point shot. And she has definitely done that. And I think that Dijanae Carrington has definitely grown in front of our eyes. And again, AU Pro Hoops is doing that for us. We are seeing nothing but pure excitement and pure improvement from these players right before our eyes. What do you think about that? Yeah, we are seeing worth ethic an opportunity mix. When that links up, you get a monster. And, you know, Dijanae right now, I'm proud of her, man. You know, I'm proud of her. And, 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 and sidebar, she got fouled on that last shot at Baylor. I just want to let everybody know that. That was a foul. <laughs> but, you know, and that's crazy because that was like, my, you know, this is my first time covering so the W. So how I did it was just like, hey, I'm going to just recap these games and stuff until I get to know these players and everything. And like, She's tough, man. I, I love her confidence. I love the way she carries herself and everything. Um, she like you said, she did say in the Zoom that she wanted to improve her three point her three point shot and everything. It just seems like AU has provided a platform for the "I'm here to prove myself" campaign because a lot of players got something to prove. You know, what I mean, whether they want more minutes or they're trying to get into the league. You know, like players like um Taj Cole, Lauren Manis. Mrs. Intangibles, you know, and even my dark horse, WNBA, um, she should get a training camp WNBA player. It's Air Hearn, you know, she's she's been out there doing her thing too as well. So I really love the platform that AU is providing. But listen, everybody, <laughs> the 
don't use AU as a platform to prove yourself. We want y'all to stay, <laughs> okay? Like, we really want y'all to stay here and play and grow this forever, man, because we we are having, you know, too much fun, man. This is this is, has been really, really dope. So let's talk about the game MVPs real quick. We had uh, Lexi Brown, who was number one, Natasha Cloud, who was number two, and Izzy Harrison, who was number three, you know? And the crazy thing about this entire weekend, and I know that we are like just going over the places, is, is that Dijanae did not get a single MVP at all. And you know I, what's crazy about that? You know, know what's crazy about that? <laughs> you know, I, I, I got to talk about, I got to talk about this right quick. Yeah, we got to, yeah, go ahead, man. We got to. Listen, Dijanae Carrington became the first player in Athletes Unlimited history Athletes Unlimited basketball history to score 30 points in a game and going 10 for 21 from the field, including five from nine from three-point range and perfect from the free throw line. She grabbed eight rebounds in 40 minutes. And you mean to tell me she wasn't voted MVP? Nope. That's the Are game. Are you serious? They gave it to Lexi. They gave it to Lexi. Are you serious? Yeah. 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 You know what? You know what this is, K-Dot? I got this, brother. This is the issue with fan voting. And this is why fan voting is always, they're getting scaled back. Remember, even when you play any other leagues, fan voting was always 100% of the votes for like, you know, all-star games and stuff. But sometimes these fans go a little bit too crazy and they just vote for the most popular one. Now, I would say, I'm not, I'm not upset that Lexi, you know, won the number one award. I just thought that DJNA should be on the list. Whether, you know what I mean? She wins one, two, or three. She should be on the list, you know? And But it's, it's fun, though, too, because we can actually talk about it, too, as well. You know, I, I, I'm i cool with it. I, I mean, I'm I'm cool with it to that point where we could talk about it and have, you know, some 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 content to, to you know, break it down and stuff. And, and, and I would like the fans to make more, you know, better, you know, logical decisions because, you know, she's supposed to be on the list one of the two days. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's yeah. supposed to definitely be on this list, man. And, yeah. and I think... You know, going forward, I think that she'll definitely make one. And oh, yeah, for sure. So I think that she'll definitely make one. So, yeah, man, it was, it was it's crazy. Come on, fans, you got to do better. We got to be better fans. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. And, again, that not because DeJanae Carrington wasn't an MVP is supposed to be a not for, you know, the ones that were MVP. You know, that's not what we're saying because, you know, we always got to talk about context. Context is very important here at Keeping It 9450, along with Keeping It 9450. But, you know, at the same time, when we're looking at it, you know, we do feel like, and I know I feel like, you know, with Dijanae Carrington, you know, stamping, you know, her, her prowess and even in the history books, I mean, you got to look at it from a basketball standpoint, you know, that was totally, you know, something that I felt like that was a little bit slighted, but, you know, DJ Carrington did say, you know, it doesn't really matter if I won MVP or not. It, all that matters is we went three and oh, that's yes. all that matters, yeah. you know? So, you know, very classy on the comments. I mean, very, the, very classy on the comments. Class act right there. That's the absolutely. <laughs> I'm just, listen, I'm just very impressed with her, you know, maturity to say that she's coming in um, her second uh, season in the WNBA, the maturity level is just simply amazing. And you have to credit that to when she was in college 
And I'm also going to give a little bit of credit to the veterans that she that she was around in in Connecticut. Um, I, I have to, and I, I really respect you know her maturity level, and is just simply amazing, you know. But again, all prevail in hell, Team Carrington on that amazing double overtime win, and I mean again one of the, if not the greatest basketball game in, in this early season's history. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I think that um, this might have the number one spot for a while. Um, but we got to talk about my favorite player, the incomparable Natasha Cloud, who in that game as well, her second double-double in a row at that time, 19 points, 15 assists, five rebounds. She had two steals in that game too as well. Uh, three turnovers. You know, she's, you talk about somebody in her, in their Birkin, she was in her Birkin, right? She's looking deep down in the Birkin for her dimes. And then when she found them, she was just giving them out to everybody and stuff. You know, here, you take this one, you take this dime, you take that dime, 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 dime. You know, um, big guard, big guard vibes, man. Like big fan of what she was doing. And um, I alluded to that. I asked her a question yesterday on the Zoom because I was like, hey, you know, you're in your zone. And being in, in this space, playing for Athletes Unlimited, and your wife, who's actually the champion of softball for Athletes Unlimited, you're playing back in the States, your family can see you up close, your wife can see you up close, that support system right there. She said, like, you know, a happy hooper is everything, basically. You know, like, this is this is what she wanted. You know what I mean? So, like, take us through, like, your opinion on Natasha Cloud's play so far um, in this in this season. Natasha Cloud is clearly the most decorated guard that we have in Athletes Unlimited hoops, right? Clearly. Um, I, I believe that her IQ is pristine. As a big guard, she understands different cross matches, and that's what she used throughout the entire first week. And she just understands how to place the ball in certain places for her teammates to just make the bucket. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. I'm going to tell you something. There were a few plays that just, just simply amazed me. She understood that um, in that game, team Russell was being a little um, over aggressive, you know, off the wing. So what she decided to do, she told her teammates, listen, if they become over-aggressive, just go back dorm. And there were a few plays where the chemistry between her and DJ Carrington was just, uh, uh, chef's kiss. Yeah. And there were a couple of those backdoor plays, backdoor alleys. I mean, that was just, just simply amazing. And also understanding transition. She understood that in certain cases, Team Russell, after a made bucket, you know, they weren't getting back fast enough. And all Jantel Lavender or Isabel Harrison would do was just leak out, yeah. you know, and all she did was run the outlet, throw it right, you know, right across the court. And they was there for an easy layup. I can remember the first, the very first play in overtime, the very first play in overtime, they got a quick bucket because of that, you know, and Natasha Cloud just understands how to utilize and space the floor the way it needs to be spaced and put her players into a great position. You know, she didn't have 13 assists in the first game for no reason. She yeah. didn't have 15 assists in this game for no reason. She understands the assignment. 
Point blank period. Yeah. Point blank period. She understands the assignment. And she's going to continue to understand the assignment because I feel like as on top of the leaderboard, on top of the leaderboard, like it's going to be very difficult in my opinion because she does so many things on the floor. She scores, she assists, she rebounds, yep. she defends. Yep. Like she and, she and can't forget about this too. If need be, she can also go back in her Birkin and pull out her do-it-herself kit. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So not not a, not a, not to not to, to to add on to that, but defensively. If she had, if she has to get in and get grimy and take a charge, she would do that too. Yeah. So I think that with Natasha Cloud, even though I just talked about how impressive and how um dominant, in my opinion, DJA Carrington was, you know, you're only as good as the point guard that gets you there. Yes. Right. Yeah. And Natasha Cloud is definitely doing that. And it's to me is going to be very difficult or I, it will be very surprising to me if she's not the one where everybody is trying to catch up with her on the leaderboard yeah. because like she just does everything. So yeah. Natasha Cloud is definitely special. Yeah, definitely. Hey, and we also we cannot forget to talk about we got to talk about the double double extraordinaires from this game, too, as well. Like um, Izzy Harrison. 20 and 10, Jantel Lavender, like you said, that could have been instead of a big three, a core four, you know? She had 14 and 10 as well that game. And um, Mercedes Russell, she had 15 and 10 too. Listen, Mercedes Russell, she's, like, I really, I really wish I would have watched her more. You know what I'm saying? When we podcast, we got to watch all these games. We can't stick to one team because we're, you know, talking about the entire league and stuff. I really wish I, I watched her more. She's a really skilled Post player, man. Like, I, I love her game. She's tough. You know, she's quick, lateral, run up and down. the. She can get up and down the court fast as well. Like, I think going into next season, this is actually helping us, too, as we get more knowledge of these players, man. And, like, that's one. She's one to watch. And for, 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 for Izzy, like, Izzy is just nice to me, man. I see why she with Jordan Brand, man. I see why she's one of the 11, you know what I mean, with Jordan Brand, because she's just – supremely talented and she's just going to only get better and and Jen, and gentle lavender right look at look at her like she changed her whole game around now she's out there hitting the jumper now you know she was primarily in the post you know what i mean going back to her ohio state days and now she's in her she's in her 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 birkin pulling out the long range pulling out the remington and letting them shots fly from deep and hit it with accuracy and stuff. Yeah, Kate, I, I, I'm on one today with the puns right now, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, but like, wait, what's your thoughts on on Izzy and um, Mercedes and Gentel? Listen, I mean, when you're talking about versatility, you you can't get any better with with these three incredible players, and each one of them have their own little knack and own little style to them. You know, Izzy. You know, she 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 gets you with the in and out. She can go on the block and, and hit you with the over the shoulders, but then she can also, you know, extend that thing out, you know, 12 to 15 feet and say, okay, let me give you a quick jab and let me J it, you know, in your face right quick. Um, and then when you turn around and have Jantel Lavender, listen, Jantel Lavender, if you're talking about a stretch and you need a big shot in the stretch, that's where she's going to give it to you. I mean, 
there were a couple times where that foot was on the line and we was like, man, get that foot back a little bit. But those were like incredibly big shots that she hit. And I mean, again, you know, with, with her having that um, DNA, I mean, it was just simply amazing. And then when you turn around and talk about Mercedes Russell, you know, I, I didn't see a lot of the ball handling in, in Seattle, to be honest with you. I, I really didn't. So when, she, you know, when she pulled that out of her Birkin, I was like, oh, snap. Like, come on. You got the point forward out here. And then you turn around, she getting, you know, she getting, you know, her back to the basket, you know, giving her nice little, you know, right turn, you know, to the lay. I mean, again, these three incredible players are just simply amazing. And I think team Russell um, with, with Mercedes Russell, she did an excellent job too in picking her team, you know, because she got a, she had a great mix, you know, of, of inside out. And I mean, just relentless defense. I mean, it was just, you know, incredible. Yeah, I agree. She definitely did. And um, one of the players she picked was like, nobody knew who she was, man. I didn't know who she was. And we, you know, you already know who we talking about, K-Dot. Your, your ace Boone, your favorite player from right now, um, Taj Cole. You know what I mean? At that time, that was her second 20-point performance. I think she had 24 points in that loss against Team Carrington. Um, seven rebounds and six assists. You know what, though? She did shoot nine for 28, though. She was letting, she was letting it spray or whatever. And also two for 14 from three. But enough... When, when, when it comes to Taj Cole, the stats, I don't care about the shooting. I don't care about that. It's her her effort, her intensity, you know, her quickness and in getting into the basket and, and everything. I think once she gets into a WNBA training camp because, oh, yeah, she's going to be in training camp this year. And you get those elite coaches there that can help hone all of that, man. They got a, you got a player, man. I think that, and, you know, what she went through, you know, when you hear her story, you know what I mean, with her family and everything. And like, she's just so locked in. Like, I think that this is vital for Taj to, you know, just keep on improving, keep on getting better every day and keep on working on that craft because like, like she's, she's the next one up. And she, she's, she has a lot of skill, a lot of talent, man. And once, once those coaches hone that in, I think that the sky is going to be the limit for her. I really do. Yeah, I agree. And again, you know, my favorite player. And I, I like the idea that Taj Cole has come in because um, as reported by Christina Williams, uh, she has been getting looks, you know, for uh, potential training camp deals from the Washington Mystics and the Connecticut Sun. So um, I want her to continue to just be her. And, you know, from a personality standpoint, she has a very, very good heart. Um, she's very likable. I really, really enjoyed, you know, all of her interviews. And more importantly, I enjoy the way she plays. So, you know, I want her to keep going. I want her to keep building. And, you know, I think she's definitely going to have um, a, uh, a great um, form of success coming in, uh, you know, hopefully if she can get that uh, WNBA um, deal, which I, I, I'm pretty sure she's definitely going to get that, uh, that training camp deal for sure. Yeah, definitely, because that's what Natasha Cloud wants. <laughs> she said it in the Zoom. She said, I'm trying to get her to Washington, you know, so I'm excited for her and um, her, her future, you know what I mean, in, in basketball and everything. And I'm just, just looking forward to watching her, you know, grow more as a player. And we've been on this first game for, for, for 30 minutes. <laughs> and we're going to move on 
to the next one. Yeah, we're really in our podcast bag right now and stuff. Um, let's talk about Team Mitchell, who beat Team Sims 108 to 103. Um, this game was pretty good too, as well. Now, I know like it wasn't as intense as you know the first game of the day on, on, on Friday night, but it was actually really well, really good. Um, because I want to say in the third quarter. Team Mitchell was down by seven, and then they went on a nice run, took the lead, never gave the um, never gave the lead back, and that was actually led by Kelsey Mitchell too as well during that run. I think she scored like seven points in that run. You know, I mean that strong third quarter was awesome. Um, they only missed six shots, scored thirty six points in that quarter. You know what I mean? Uh, it was it was it was it was a pretty good game. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, like so. Remember, I told you uh, Kelsey Mitchell was a bucket. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that she had surgery on her nose. Yeah. Um, she broke her nose back in October and had surgery on it in November. So, you know, her, her nose was still a little sensitive and that's why she was with the Zorro. Um, but yeah. that, Zorro, that Zorro mask definitely had her in her bag because she scored 36 points in that game. And literally what impresses me about Team Mitchell is that all you see is running. And then you got to call them eight carry goal because they were out, you know, a few players due to COVID protocols. So it was only eight of them. And they, I mean, they did a phenomenal job, you know, maintaining and, and keeping, you know, their composure from a, uh, from a personnel standpoint, because to play with only eight players for yeah. two games in a weekend, that's tough. That's real tough. Think about this though. And they had to withstand that storm called Kalani Brown. They did a great job on her in the second half. They really did. Because in the first half, uh-uh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was nothing they can do. And shout Give it out to Kalani. Kalani. Give it listen, to Kalani. I, I hope that she hears this, man. I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? From what you've been through to coming back like this, getting in the best shape of your life, and and just still having that, that soft touch, that footwork, man. You know what I mean? You know me. As a Yo, person, hold you know? on. I'm in love. I mean, these big these Baylor Bears have been getting in a bag. Oh yeah, yeah. Dijanay, Kalani Brown, Odyssey Sims. Yeah, come on, what's up with that? Man, they broke it. Only the only trio to score thirty points in the games in this young tournament so far. That's what it. That's what it's. That's what it looks like. Right, got Dijanay. That's what it looks like. You got you got um Kalani Brown with the thirty-two ball, and then Odyssey 31, 12 assists. Mm. She's good. <laughs> yes, indeed. That's, yes, this indeed. game was, but the fact that they had sixty, they had sixty between two players is still lost. Like, like what? Right there, the defense of Team Mitchell in the second half, you know, really, really shut it down. And so, because you know, Kalani have um, only eight points after the first half, and so after that dominant first half. Right, right, and um, a great adjustment by Team Mitchell. Uh, what they decided to do was every time they threw the ball in, they just brought an extra person in on the weak side so that she wouldn't get into her uh, turn, you know. So that was that was just impressive, um, an impressive adjustment. Because, again, when you have somebody dominating like that, if she's already deep into the block, and you know, you know this DA, you played on the block. As soon as you get on the block, barbecue chicken, that's it. You have no – listen, there's no remorse – after you get the ball under the block and all you have to do is turn left or right and just make the lay. It, it was simple as that. So can, can, can I give, can I give out a little post post clinic real quick? 
Yeah, yeah. Give give that post clean. Give, post clean. give, that, give that post clean it out right quick. Give give, so give me that clean right quick. To the Daniel Artest, uh, big man camp. Um, shout outs to Pete Noel, uh, the legendary. Pete Noel too for that, that that coach a lot of big men. Shout out to Hakeem Olajuwon too as well, and Carl Malone too as well because I've learned from conversations that I've heard on the TV from these guys as well, especially Carl Malone, right? But whatever. Um, when it comes to post play, I always believe that if you can see my numbers on the front of my shirt, give me that ball. You know, as long as you're decisive, you know what you're going to do. You know what I mean? And you 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 seal your player off. This is just as good as gold, right? It's either going to be a foul or an end one. That's how I looked at it when I played in the post, right? Um, also, if I want to get to a spot, KDOT, I'm getting to that spot. If I want to go and I see that low block right there, I'm going to get on that low block and you can't move me off. You know what I mean? So that's, that's also with the decisiveness too, having the will to be like, all right, cool. We're going to wrestle, but I'm going to get right there and I'm going to seal you off and then it's, it's curtains for you. You know what I mean? And also just going back to your basics and stuff because post play is really basic. Yeah, of course, you want to have footwork or whatever. You want to have a counter move. You want to have a counter to that counter and a counter to that counter as well. You know what I'm saying? But it's basically like really just getting the best opportunity to score as possible. And that's just getting deep in the paint. You know what I mean? Having your hands ready, having a wide base. So when you get that ball, you get to just do your turn one and one and one and done. You know what I mean? Like when you see, you know, how, how Shaq do. Shaq, you know, you'll say like, oh, he has, you know, brute you know, brute strength, but he was also using his feet very well. And that's what I saw with Kalani yesterday too, is, you know, she used her brute strength to get to where she wanted to go right there in that block. But then when she caught that ball, you know what I mean? You seen her with the up and unders and step throughs and stuff. And then sometimes, yeah, I'm going to become captain Bullyfoot and get where I want to go and score like that way too, as well. So I enjoyed as a post player that did it, you know what I mean? Six foot three and a half, you know, and played the four and five my entire career and successful with it. You know what I mean? Having, you know, 16 and nine for my career when it comes to the stats and stuff like, you know, never shot under 50% from the field, K-Dot. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just, it's just been amazing to see, you know, how she was definitely decisive every single time, offensive rebounding and, you know, and very smart on the offensive rebounding too as well. She's always on the opposite side and with the, with the, um, with the presence of mind, knowing that 90% of shots are always going to be below the rim for rebounding. You know what I mean? Just all you got to do is just be there and seal your, seal your play off. And then the rebounds fall right in your hand. And you, you go from there too as well. Being alert on pick and rolls. You know what I mean? Having your hands up and everything. All this ties in. And that's why she had that such a dominant performance and stuff. I think that she probably did get a little bit tired and everything. But she played a lot of minutes too as well. So she's definitely... In ball shape, and over these next five weeks, this is going to help her to play. You know, when she get tight in those third and fourth quarter settings, you know what I'm saying? Like when she could play deep in the game, and she could still have that same output she had at the beginning of the game. Like this, this right here is going to be vital. And like Taj Cole, she's definitely deserving of being in the training camp. You know, what I mean, coming the next couple of months, which team going to need her? I don't know. But I know that she's going to definitely get a call. And she, she'll be back in this league. She'll be back in that league. Easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I, I want to give a, a quick shout out to, to the team captain, Odyssey Sims. Um, you know, I, I believe that with, with what Odyssey was able to do, like Odyssey was so vocal this, this first week. It, it has been simply amazing. And she was one of my favorite players. Um, you know, coming out of Baylor 
And, you know, I always wanted to see her shine and for her um, to, to lead this team, you know, even though, even though they didn't win on Friday, um, you know, for her to lead this team, I mean, every game was close, you know, until that fourth quarter, every game was close, you know, so I, I got to give, you know, a big shout out to her. And I mean, again, you know, team Mitchell versus team Sims, you know, that, that, you know, that was a fantastic game. And I, I just want to, you know, just shed that light right quick. And, you know, before we move on to, to Saturday's matches. I want to, um, well, we can't forget about this though, K-Dot, all right? Oh, we can't forget about the game MVPs as well too. Lonnie Brown, sure. one, Kelsey Mitchell, number two, and uh, Tiana Hawkins. Yes. Let's talk three. about Tiana yeah, right quick. Yeah, 14 and 10. You know what I mean? Like, talk about it, K-Dot. Listen, Tiana, when, when I tell you Tiana Hawkins was battling, Tiana Hawkins was battling. Listen. Um, I, I believe that, you know, to do what you needed to do against Kalani Brown in the second half, um, the help side, like, I think the communication was 10 times better in the, in the second half. And that's all thanks to Tiana. As soon as Tiana saw that the ball was going into Kalani, Tiana, help side, help side, weak side comes through on the back end, boom, you know, either a missed shot or, uh, or a possible turnover or you know, even with the missed shots, she's just grabbing a rebound and rim running, you know, getting, you know, getting into her spot. And on the offensive end, she made Kalani Brown work harder, you know, while she was on offense and Kalani Brown was on defense. And that was the most impressive thing yeah. about Tiana Hawkins. So um, big shout out to her. I mean, again, you know, it was incredible. 14 points, 10 rebounds. I mean, she was definitely getting it in. And I'm just... I'm more impressed with the adjustment that she made in the second half versus Kalani Brown, you know, than anything else. Definitely. And we also cannot point out the social media maven, 16 points, nine assists, four steals, wearing my favorite number, 51. She just warms my heart. When I seen that number, because that's my number right there, K-Dot. I wore that all throughout my career. You know what I mean? To represent my dad and stuff. You know, uh, Sydney Coulson, bro. You know, the general. <laughs> Sid, listen, Sid. Um, if you ever, if you ever get to hear this, Sid, like I, I genuinely love you because not only you're supreme on social media, but you're supreme on the court as well. You know, as that floor general for Team Mitchell, I mean, she was able to get people into their spots. Um, when she had the open shot, she took it. She didn't force anything. Um, she was very um, cognizant on defense as well. And I think that um, there were a couple of times she was she was that weak side help, you know, on those double teams with Kalani Brown as well. So, you know, again, Sydney Colson, like, hey, my girl, like, <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love it. So um, a round of applause, man. Round of applause for the vet. Oh, one more player, one more player. And of course, we're going to talk about her a little bit later, but big shots. Rebecca Harris, big shots. We'll get into that. You know what I'm saying? We'll, uh, yeah, we'll get into that. But I just wanted to kind of make that known from that, for that first game, you know, but we'll definitely get into that. But let's go ahead. Shout out to her, man. Shout yeah. out to Rebecca Harris, man. You know what I mean? Real big support of, of, of um, keeping it 94.50 and everything. You know what I mean? Like looking forward to 
you know, we, hey, K-Dot, we got to set the show up for her, man. We got to get her on the show and just talk basketball with her because she's just dope. Her energy is amazing. You know what I mean? I loved it. Oh, and we can't forget about this, K-Dot. To all you dudes out there talking trash about women's basketball, you know, talking about, oh, the game ain't exciting enough. They don't score enough. Every team on Friday night scored over 100 points. Every last one of them. All right. So what are y'all talking about? And I'm sorry that I'm talking a loud, getting a little animated and everything, like I'm busting rhymes. But you got to understand, man, like it's there. It's literally in front of your face. Exciting women's basketball is literally in front of your face. Please unlearn and relearn and, and support this game because it was so much fun that everybody was really getting buckets like that out there, man. That That's what happened on Friday night. And um, we're going to move on to Saturday night, okay? We had... Um, Team Carrington, obviously, they were tired <laughs> from that double overtime game. Actually, shoot, I think everybody tired because they're playing those three games like that. This league is going to get people in a lot of shape, <laughs> for real. Um, but they beat Team Sims 84 to um, 78. This game was pretty good, too. You know, we had the game MVPs. We had um, Isabella Harrison um, from Team Carrington and Natasha Cloud from Team Carrington, no, number one and two. Kalani Brown, number three and, and stuff, you know. Um, and this is the greatest uh, team of all time in AU history right now, this purple team. And they got to break it up today, you know what I mean, or Sunday because of the draft and whatnot. But um, they went 3-0. They took, they took care of Team Sims, who went 0-3 and stuff like that. So what, what was your thoughts um, on this game right here? Yeah, a uh, uh, truly amazing game. And Team Sims was definitely in their bag early. Yeah. Um, they, they said, listen, we got to get a win. We got to get a win. And this team is tired and we got to take advantage of it. And at first you kind of, you kind of thought that was going to happen, yeah. but there was a key moment in, in that game. Mm -hmm. um, after team Sims took the, the lead um, from a three by Kiki Harrigan, shout out to Kiki Harrigan, you know, South Carolina, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to her, you know, and congratulations again. Um, you know, so she, she, she shot a three and it was 75, 72 um, with about 350 left. But guess what happens? Team Carrington said, not so fast. They go on a 12-0 run. You're missing. You know what I'm saying? Vital point, KDOT. You Tell me that vital point. You said the first time when you mentioned that, you know, before they went on that run. And I said, I see you. <laughs> that run happened. After um, Burkholder um, accidentally, obviously, um, hit a DJN eye and, and everything like that. And oh, yes, they yes. kind of took that personally, you know? And they went on that run and, and, and closed them out, you know? It was that, that game was good too, even though the score was 84 to 78, still high scoring game. Um, I had, I enjoyed that game because it showed the, um, the heart of Team Carrigan from going into that double overtime game, they were tired. They were right. tired. They, it was clear. It was clear. They, yes. They were tired, and Team Sims did not – they could not take advantage of it. They could not take advantage of it. I don't know why. Maybe they were tired too as well. You know what I mean? Second game in as many nights. You know? So I was like, all right, maybe, maybe this might be the game that Team Sims is going to win because they, they're so tired. But they just clicked it on and everything, and, um, they, you know, went from there. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I think that, you know, for them to go on that 12-0 run, you know, after that incident, um, it, it was it was very clear that Team Carrington was definitely the team to beat for the for the entire week. Um, so for them to go three and zero in that situation, you know, very very um, very very happy. You know, for Team Carrington, the first team ever to go three and zero in the inaugural season. So they set the precedent early. Um, they set the tone early, and it's literally going to be one of those situations where you're going to say, after this. If no other team goes three and zero, we can argue and say, "Is Team Carrington was that team the best team in AU pro hoops history?" I'm a I'm gonna start that conversation, but that's only if there are no other teams that go three and zero. Does Natasha Cloud even lose a game? Uh, that's time? oh my god! Does that's- she lose a game? That's what I thought about that last night. I, I really thought about that last night, man. I was like, hey, hey, is Natasha Cloud the isn't is Natasha Cloud going to be, you know, that player? Is she going to be that player where if you have her or your team, you're not losing? I thought about that last night after these games. Yeah. And I kind of think. Oh man, this draft is gonna be crazy. The expect when we get to the draft expectations part of this, man, it's gonna be kind of interesting, man. Because oh man, it's gonna be like uh first fat boys break up. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. But um, yeah, man, it was <laughs> it was a pretty pr- a pretty cool game. And yeah, and shout out to Kiki Harrison too. And you know, after having a baby, having a family there, seeing a little baby, I was like, oh, I want another kid now. But nah, after a while, I woke up like, nah, I'm good. I got my four. I'm straight K dot. <laughs> back to reality, right? <laughs> reality, real quick. Um, but um, she she's she's pretty good though. I I enjoyed you know watching her play. She hitting that three ball. She looked like she's ready to um you know try to get back into it and everything. And um you know Izzy, again another solid game and stuff. You know she had 19, averaging 20 points for the week and stuff like this. These games are, are fun, man. The, the competitive the competitiveness, and yo the fact that. They could trash talk each other and then slap high five mid game and just go back to that, to that sisterhood. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's, that's what makes this league so dope. You can't really have enemies in this league because y'all might right. end up teaming up with each other at the end of the week. This is actually right. pretty cool, man. I think that um it, it creates a bond, man, like a, a lifetime bond, you know, that's going to last forever. And just being able to go and mix with different people, different personalities and stuff like that. You never know, KDOT, where you might go on one team and y'all having conversations about this, and then, you know, one of those players might have a dope business mind and then y'all able to collaborate. Like, it's just the endless uh, possibilities of just how they merge everything. It reminds me of um, when I worked at Snapchat, right? So I worked at Snapchat in Times Square, and I was I went in there, and I was like, like, everybody got an office, but there's no doors. And it just allows for everybody to just walk around and just be creative and stuff like that. So I think that's what this does, man. It's actually really dope. And then think about it, you know, a lot of these players might own, you know, successful businesses in a couple of years and stuff. And be like, all right, you know, I don't need basketball no more. And then they might be able to, to connect on something like that. Like this is, it's just so, it's just so dope and everything, you know, um, like the experience is just is just so amazing. So, but back but back to the game though. Um, Odyssey Sims also played well again. 
You know what I mean? I just, you wish that they would at least won one of the games and stuff, man, because they was competing. And honestly, like, when you looked at her, remember the first um, episode we did up on AU? I was like, yo, she was always down somebody's neck. She was barking on people. Right. Like, so, right. Um, very vocal. Very, very vocal. Very vocal. And you, I think that actually helped Kalani Brown, too, as well, because she was definitely talking to her a lot. And Kalani followed up a second, you know, 20-point, you know, outing as well, man, you know? um. But then she's dominating in the paint. She had 20 points a game this three games. She shot 73% K-Dot from the well, field. Oh, my goodness. But but at one point, at one point, at one point, she was 81%. At one point, she was 81%. And I remember Cheryl Swoops talking about that in the game last night. And I was like, oh, my God. 81%. Come on. Hey, like, How dope is that to have Cheryl Swoops is commentating on your game? Bigging you up and stuff like like how dope is that? I don't know what Cheryl Swoops meant for you. I had a pair of her shoes, man, and you know what I mean. Like this Cheryl Swoops we talking about? You know, hold I mean? on. Before you say that, hey yo, Nike re-release those, please. I missed I missed those back in 2018. Please re-release those right quick, for real. Now I'm I'm, I'm serious. Re-release those. Don't cry like you did on the last podcast, Kato. Okay, about my emotions. Nah, nah. I'm I'm actually upset. <laughs> Re-release those. <laughs> Never seen Kate out upset, so I, I suggest y'all to listen from the Bronx. At the end of the day, <laughs> now, nah, but this was this was a um, you know I mean a pretty good game. It was just like you know two two teams that was just tied, and one just decided to win, and um, that was that. You know, um, and then we move on to the next game. Uh, team Russell um, over Team Mitchell, seventy nine to seventy one, and here we go. Let's talk about our game MVP. Let's talk about at, it. At three. Let's talk about it. At three, we got Lexi Brown. At two, we got Kelsey Mitchell. And at one, off the bench, 13 points, eight rebounds, and loads of energy. We got Rebecca Harris, our friend. Rebecca, we love you so much. Facts. Elite. You are a special person. And... We support you big, big time. All right, K-Dot, let's talk Rebecca Harris. Listen, first and foremost, the chopper is there. I mean, Rebecca Harris got a jump shot on her that is like, ooh-wee. Like, one thing that impressed me about, about Rebecca Harris, not only because she's our friend, but, you know, her her relentlessness just on both ends if team mitchell needed a bucket she provided that bucket it didn't it didn't matter where it was like she provided that bucket and then on the other side like being so vocal defensively i mean that was that was the most impressive thing that i saw with rebecca harris and i think that was the the i think that's what i think that was the the biggest case in the the comeback that they had because Team Russell had them beat. Team, Team Russell had them beat. They were, Team Russell at one point was up 22 to seven. Yeah. You know, and I, I just think that after being fatigued and having a double overtime game, you be up 22 to seven like that. That's crazy. But, you know, Rebecca Harris, you know, she came in, she made the shots that she was supposed to make. And it was just, it was just simply incredible. And I'm so proud of her. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. She go get her book too, by the way. How bad do you want it? Because that's her. 
You know what I'm saying? So please, you know what I mean, support Rebecca Harris, man. Like, I love her, man, for real. And 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 um, I'm just glad that she's just here. You know what I mean? She's giving out real AAU vibes. Like, this league, it really feels like a five-week AAU tournament, man. It's really dope and everything, man. I'm just having fun. I'm just in, in, enjoying this thing, yo. But the fact that they did, um, come on, Team Russell. Y'all was up. It was actually 22 to 6. You know what I'm saying? And y'all let that slip? That's crazy. But at least, you know what I mean? Y'all, y'all still was able to win the game, though. But come on, we got to keep that lead up. Like I said, everybody was probably tired. You can see the difference between game oh, two yeah. and game three. You know what I mean? We don't have no days off and everything. So this was a um, pretty good game. Um, Lexi Brown with another solid game, 16 points, nine rebounds, five assists. Uh, Tiana, Tiana Hawkins again. Uh, double double, fourteen and eleven. You know what I'm saying? Um, and um, it was just, it was just fun with me. It was just dope to see Rebecca Harris. You know what I mean? From three, like you said, she got that ratchet, man. Like she pulled out the fifty cal. You know what I'm saying? And she just let it ride. You know what I mean? So I, I'm definitely, definitely enjoying her. She actually might be my unlimited pick this week, man. Just because out of the love, man. She might be my unlimited pick on the AU Sports app. Yo, we sound like spokesperson, but we are not, you know, sponsored by AU, y'all. We just love what yeah, they we just going on. We love, we love the product. We love the product. Like, I, I mean, mean, sponsor us, though. You know what I'm saying? We want. We here. I mean, <laughs> hey, if you're listening. Yeah, if you're listening, definitely. Now, I just love, like, the whole – and the next thing we're about to talk about with the points and stuff, I just love how it – like, because you know, KDOT, we are the eye test, right? I think the points do more of the eye test, more than analytics. I love this, man. I Facts. love it. And let's let's break it down real quick. We'll just talk about, you know, we got um Natasha Cloud leading the way with 1451 points. Lexi Brown number 2 with 1345. Izzy Harrison with um 1291 and Mercedes Russells, uh which basically the first time in league history, it's a lot of firsts. It's going to be a lot of firsts in this in this league until, you know what I mean, until then. But it's a second week being um a team captain and stuff. But it, you know, as we go, at, um, we got Gentile Lavender, uh, Danny McRae, uh, Taj Cole, um, Mimi Jackson, Kalani Brown, and Kelsey Mitchell uh, rounding out the uh, the top ten as well. And it's crazy as great as Dejanae's been; she's twelfth. That's that right there is alarming. Like for her to be this good this first week that she's only she's twelfth, and I thought that she would be way higher than this because think about it; she they was winning too, you know. And as we talk about the, um, yeah, go ahead. I know you got something to say. I was just going to say, you know, even though she's been simply amazing, like we have, we have to just recognize how the point system work. Right. Yeah. You know, remember it's not only positive points, but you also have negative points. That's the and I, right. And I think that's the thing that probably affects DeJanae a little bit. I think with the uh, uh, certain amount of shot attempts, um, I think there's a there's a minus to it, and then of course turnovers um, and things like that. Um, that that's a that's a minus to it. So um, just just looking at it from that perspective, that's why I feel like Natasha Cloud is the reason is the reason why she's in the leaderboard. Like she understands the point system and understands that she knows she yeah. has to make the right play. Think about unless, this. It's crazy yeah. that you see that, but then you see we just talked about Taj Cole who shot nine for twenty eight. 
Right. Two for 14 from three, but she's seventh. It was just like, like the way it is, it's just, you just look from, but it's crazy though, because we did talk about, the, I did say the eyes test and then the points right. is kind of the same. But when you really think about it, it's still kind of analytical too as well. When, it, when I actually really think about it, because from the eye test, you would think that Dijonay was top five. I was exactly. Like, oh, she might be a captain. Exactly. Week, you know what I mean? But when you look at, I see, I see, it's still, it's still analytical. I just love it because it ain't, it ain't no weird stat like voice over. I mean, value over player replacement, or they actually made a stat acronym for analytics and they call it the LeBron stat. All right. It's right. annoying. Please keep that out the W please, please just keep the, I like the points thing though. Like, but keep it out of, keep the, all the analytic, analytical stuff out of, you know what I mean? Women's basketball and stuff. It just muddies up the game. It's just a thing where people that couldn't do it on their own. And they just decided to just figure out another way to get in the game. And, and it just gets crazy and stuff. And it actually hurts people when it comes to incentives on their contracts and stuff. Like we give, we talk about the NBA for a second. I think it messed up. Um, oh, I, f- I forgot who it messed up. I want to say it messed up Anthony Davis. And he was supposed to get that, you know, that Derrick Rose deal. So instead of getting, um, you know, hundred and instead of getting like $200 million, they actually got like 140. That's a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Because of some analytical guy with an NBA vote, didn't, you know, vote for Anthony Davis on one of the all NBA teams or something like that. That's what it was. And he couldn't get that rule. So just keep that out. Let the players, let the players play. And, and that's how I'm enjoying this game and stuff, K-Dot. Yeah, for sure. But, um, you know, even with the leaderboard, uh, it, you know, of course, the leaderboard tells no lies. And now we have our captains for, for this week. And of course, the draft is today. And I believe it's today at, um, is it three, is it three o'clock Eastern time? Or yes, is it uh, time on Sunday? This cool. Sunday, which is today right now as we're recording. So the, it is actually in about three hours and uh, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so I can't wait to see what the what the pick is. I I threw I already threw it out there on Twitter, and it's not going to happen because two of the core four are captains. Um, I, I said that is there going to be any possible way the the big three plus? I said the big three plus, almost like almost like you know if we go into hip hop terms, the funky four plus one more, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but you know, our, our pristine co-host Daniel Artest, uh, with the core four, I love the core four. Um, unfortunately we're not going to see the core four this time, but I, I did throw it out there that I was like, is there any way there's some, uh, strategy happening where, you know, Izzy, where Dijanae and at least Natasha says, Hey, let's see if we can keep it going, but uh, it's not going to happen. They it's just not gonna happen. They're too competitive for that. They right. not, this is what's it's gonna not happen. gonna happen. Okay. With the first pick of this week's draft, Team Yellow picks Dijon Carrington. She's going number one. All right. I think that Lexi and Taj stay together. I think they go, I think they go two. And I think that with the three, I think that's gonna be Izzy. And um, oh, it's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be tough. You think Kalani Brown goes in the top four? I, I would hope so. I mean, I, I would hope so. If you could have a twin tower down there. Or or this. Ooh, ooh. What about what about this? Natasha and Kalani on the same team together. With the pick and roll and the way that she's whew, 
passing right now. That'd be kind of that'd be kind of different. That would be different, and it would be dope. I think it would be dope. I think it would be dope. I want to see how this draft is going to be, but I think that's going to probably be DJ Nate going to go um going to go number one. Uh, I think it's going to be Taj Cole, and then I think um, Kalani Brown. I don't know who the fourth one is going to be though. Would you go with uh, Jantel? I would. I would either go with Jantel or Odyssey. Honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Um. Yeah, I would like to see that too. I would like to see that too. It's going to be an interesting draft. It's going to be fun, and I know that we're going to definitely. Um, you know, after the draft is over, when um, you know, we're done chilling with the family for the rest of this day and, and everything like that. Um, so to sum it up, man, first weekend of AU sports basketball is done. And if I could just say one word, we got a DA's corner. We got a DA's corner. Oh no, I was gonna literally say one word. It's been amazing. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna do a DA's corner. Um, no, like like I said before, maybe. Maybe I should I should have kept the fact that um, every team scored, you know, over 100 points in that one on Friday night. Maybe that could have been a DA's corner to support these women and everything. Um, but like, I really have nothing to say. I, honestly, it's just been dope. Oh, actually, I, I do. Um, I'm ready to see um, Imani McGee Stafford. I want her to come back. Let's go. All right, she's another one, another friend of the program too, as well. And it's yeah. hard to see her, you know. And play. shout out to Courtney Williams too. We didn't see her this week due to um protocol. Yeah, 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 definitely. And you know what? Somebody that should have been in this league, I don't know why they're not in this league. I don't know if they're overseas or not. And I'm gonna say the name in a minute that should be in this league right now. She liked one of our posts about Dejanay, and she should be in this league right now. Kiana Williams, man. Like, woo! Come on. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see that. I want to see her. Like, I, I love that. This would be perfect for her right here. You know what I mean? With her energy. We see her energy um, at Stanford and stuff when they, you know, won the title and everything. Like, this would be perfect for her. This would be perfect for any, like, you know, first, second, third year rookie, somebody that's on their way out of the league to be like, all right, nope, come back. You know what I'm saying? Like, this this league, it's just it's just so dope, Kada. Like, I have nothing, like, nothing but positive. It's awesome. And before we go. Yes. I have to mention Essence Carson. I have to. We had we hadn't talked about Essence on this podcast. Don't call but... it back. I've been here for years. I don't know how that song go, but it's something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Essence Carson. She has been nothing more than amazing um in the first week. And you know, she's definitely gonna get picked up for sure. Um yeah. so I, you know, I, I wanna I wanna continue to see her um because like when I when I tell you, you know, scoring machine, I mean scoring machine. So I definitely want to see Essence Carson um, yeah. you know, get some more love. So I'm gonna give that love to you. And you know, that's all I wanted to kind of add on to it. But let's let's go ahead and, and yeah, know, keep this. We'll close it up, but I still gotta give a shout out to 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 Miss Miss Mrs. Intangibles, uh Lauren Manis. I watched yes. her. I like her game. This, you know, before we go, we don't really have to really dive in too deep about it. We could actually separate this into another podcast on another day. Um, I just really like how she had her hands every, everywhere. She was active, very active. Active, everything, whether it was defense, offense, scoring, you know what I mean? Just being a, a, dope, a dope teammate. And also, um, I do want to see a lot more players play if I want to get into my preferably biased moment right here. <laughs> um, I would love to see more of, of Chelsea Phillips and more of Dominique Wilson, to be honest and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I... I know, I know, I know Chelsea, you know what I mean? From the experts, exports and everything. 
and she could actually play, man. Like she can actually play. She's there for a reason and she can actually go. You know what I mean? Someone that was a late bloomer and someone that, that can shoot, put the ball on the floor, block shots, defend. Like I seen it. You know what I'm saying? And um also with Dominique too as well. Um, another point guard. She was just literally just playing in Poland and stuff like that, putting in a lot of work too. And um, you know what I mean? And it's funny if I go into a little quick story. I met Dominique just only on Instagram because I seen her on the, uh, it was a, this is called the AEBL. It's Atlanta. Uh, it was a women's league in Atlanta. And like, she was just dominating all the clips. I'm like, yo, who is this person? Every time I see her, she's good. Like, you know what I mean? She's really hooping and, and everything. And um, so I touched base with her on that through, through a friend. And I was just like, you know, like really supportive of your game and stuff. And, and like, I really think that she has a shot. She was in training camp with the aces back in 2017 though. But I think that she has another shot. To, to, um, to get back and um, you know she was putting up I think her first game over oh, uh, her first game of the season before she came over here I think she had like a 40 ball and stuff you know what I mean like like so she could play so it's going to be dope seeing how week two is and I know that everybody body going to be hurt <laughs> so it's going to be a, to see like a lot of end of the bench players play I can't wait to see that because you know it's only 44 players and stuff so you know what I mean Some, something's going to give and somebody's going to be needed at you know what I mean at, at one point of the season and stuff but that's all I got to say, man. K Dot, we're going to get out of here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Keep It at 9450. Maybe we should just change the code name WBB K Dot. Because we are talking all women. Um, please don't forget to follow us at Keep It at 9450 on Instagram and Twitter. Don't forget to follow. Love is love, man. We're getting out of here. Get ready to, to prepare for this draft. And then we'll be back. I'm draft. All right. Love is love. Peace. Peace.